Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Big opportunity for Rashad Bateman. Will it lead to a big season? Let's find out what the advanced stats have to say with Jacob Gibbs. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today in 5, your Sunday audio edition here. You can wait until the 80s to pick Rashad Bateman, according to Fantasy Pro's average draft position, uh, average draft position in full PPR. Uh, what do you see from Rashad Bateman? You already hyped up Gabriel Davis at your three receiver. Now we need to know uh, your two receiver. What do you think about Rashad Bateman this year? Yeah, Bateman and Davis are kind of similar in my mind in that they um, really struggled in year one and the rates that they posted um, really were discouraging. Um, but I'm trying not to overreact to them. I think that they both um, have shown some indication they're really good players and they could progress in larger roles here. A uh, similar thing happened for Michael Pittman last year where he really had discouraging per route rates as a rookie and then you know really stepped into a larger role in year two and uh, shook those off and was extremely you know, productive for fantasy. Uh, so I'm hoping we see something similar from, from Bateman here. He was only targeted on 16% of his routes as a rookie. Uh, only averaged 1.26 yards per route run. And the list of rookie receivers who have run 400 or more routes and had rates that low is really discouraging. There really are only a handful of players who have gone on to be productive. Um, there are three examples that do give him hope. Um, Gabriel Davis is on that. I, I wouldn't put him among this list yet because he hasn't proven it yet. Um, but Michael Pittman, like we just mentioned. And the other two are Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins. Um, those guys were really bad, like worse than uh, Rashad Bateman as rookies. Uh, 14% target per hour run rate for Adams as a rookie, only 0.96 yards per hour run. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, 15% target per hour run rate, 1.28 yards per hour run. So almost identical to what we saw uh, from Rashad Bateman. Um, so there's hope. But uh, yeah, Baltimore's per hour run rate, or Bateman's per hour run rate as a rookie was just really bad. And it wasn't just a slow start thing either. A lot of people point towards the injury as the reason he, he struggled last year. He just he never picked it up. Uh, he was actually worse after the bye. He was targeting on 14% of his routes and averaged under a yard per route run. Um, so what we saw last year was not good. Um, but I do think what we've seen from in college um, indicates that there could be a, a huge step forward here in year two. Okay, well, what, what was that that we saw from Rashad Bateman in college? Yeah, so um, his yard per route run rate was only 2.06 in his first season that jumped all the way up to 3.5 in his next year. And then he sustained that on small sample size in 2020 as well, 3.5. Um, and then we saw him targeted on 28% of his routes and 27% of his routes the first two seasons. And then with Tyler Johnson moved on uh, to the NFL and year three, Rashad Bateman was targeted on 40% of his routes. Um, and just wow. for some context there, Drake London uh, was targeted on 39% of his routes last year. That was the highest single season rate among players with at least 300 routes run over the past five seasons, 39%. Um, Bateman's was 40%. He didn't run enough routes to qualify, but like he was really, really fed in his third season. And we just saw him, you know, continue to get better each year. And I think that that's something that could happen in year two and then going forward here in Baltimore. Right. And I think you're also making the point that it took the departure of the wide receiver one in college for the right. routes to, to really, for the targets to really increase. And that's what we're seeing here. No Marquise Brown. That's why Rashad Bateman has such a great opportunity um what else can you tell us about bateman anything that uh might lead you to think the breakout's coming 
Yeah, so he um, he really showed a unique ability to draw targets at a high rate um, while running a really deep route tree. Um, his average depth of target was only 8.8 yards as a rookie, um, but what we saw in college uh, was that he was dominant downfield. On uh, deep routes, he was one of the most efficient receivers um, among his class, which was a really, really good receiver class. Um, and then in the five years of data I have available, he's one of just four NFL receivers with a career average depth of target above 13 yards, who also sustained a target per route run rate above 30% in college. Uh, the other three, Preston Williams, so sad. He could have been a stud. T. Higgins, <laughs> of course, he is a stud. And then the other one, weirdly enough, is Bateman's teammate in Baltimore, Tillon Wallace. I just tweeted about him. I think uh, he actually could be really good. Um, but like, it's really not something that's done hardly ever. People who are targeted you know, above 30% are generally running, you know, routes and uh, that lead to an average depth of target between 10 and 12 yards. Um, so for him to do it on such a deep route tree shows that he could kind of step into this role that we saw from Marquise Brown, just dominating the air yards. Marquise Brown, eighth in air yards in 2021, eighth overall um, in air yards over the past two seasons as well. Uh, 32% air yardage share last year. Um, and so, yeah, we, we saw Bateman run kind of a shorter route tree that isn't, I don't think, the best way to use him. That's how Baltimore used him, though, as a rookie. And I think he could step into a more downfield-oriented role um, in year two, which is really exciting. Um, when he was on the field, let me find this real quick. When he was on the field in his final season at uh, Minnesota, Bateman accounted for 47% of the air yards and 46% of the targets, which is higher than any receiver that I have evaluated over the past five seasons. Um, so I think he has what it takes to be a true wide receiver one, especially an air yarded hog. Um, and that's just really exciting given what we've seen from Brown in the past. You know, it's interesting. The two guys that we profile this weekend that you profile, Gabriel Davis and Rashad Bateman, I just, I don't really end up with them because people in my drafts like them so much that they're taking, you know, they're thinking about round five, you know, maybe round six, but Gabriel Davis is a round seven pick and Rashad Bateman is an eight, maybe round nine pick. Um, and God, that's so much better. Yeah. Uh, you know, more like round eight for, for Rashad Bateman. But I think that's when you take a chance. I mean, he's wide receiver 37 off the board, but people are getting so excited. And I just think that the pass volume is just too low. I don't yeah. know what they're going to do, but if they go back to being really, really low pass volume offense, they were 32nd two years in a row before last season when their running backs were hurt. Uh, then he's, you know, he could be as good as Marquise Brown was, and Marquise Brown wasn't even a top forty wide receiver on a per game basis. Um, you know, so if they throw a lot, Bateman's going to be great. If they don't, then you shouldn't take him in the in the sixth round, but you should take him in the eighth round. That, right, it's about upside to both of these guys. It's a speculative case that they could really explode. I don't. I think you're absolutely right. You shouldn't be reaching for them in round five, six. But if you can get them at their ADP, both of them are really exciting picks. All right, all right. That is Jacob Gibbs. I am Adam Azer. Thanks for watching and listening to Fantasy Football Today in Five. Talk to you tomorrow.